Welcome back to the Impact Relationships Podcast. How are you? I'm so glad that you're here with us today. I hope that you're taking time to slow down, to be present with yourself, and to express gratitude to your partner, to other people around you. In this episode, we're going to talk about communication, and more specifically, communicating your needs. It is so common for a couple or an individual or a family to present to counseling indicating we want help with communication we don't know how to communicate or we can't resolve conflict and while that may be true what they're often missing is the parts beneath that of I struggle to recognize my own thoughts and emotions and to manage those in a way that's helpful for me and to communicate what I'm actually needing in a relationship. To be vulnerable, as Brene Brown talks about this. And so as the opposite of vulnerability, sometimes there's fear that sets in, or anxiety, or avoidance. And when that builds up, it can sometimes lead to defensiveness. Like, I need to protect myself. I need to be seen a certain way. I need to prove that I'm good enough. I need to pull back because I'm not good enough or I deserve this and so you should give this to me. And it creates these different dynamics that come out in a relationship. And that's not helpful. And sometimes people can fall into the trap of like mind reading that like you should just know what I need. If I have to tell you that I'm just like being coercive or manipulative or it doesn't mean as much if I actually told you that. That's not true. And what happens when you don't communicate your needs? If you don't take the time to step back and think, what am I feeling, what am I thinking, what am I actually needing, and identify that, and get to a place you can communicate it and ask for that, you're robbing the other person of the opportunity to love you, of the opportunity to connect with you and to meet your need, to give them a choice. You're making a decision or a choice for them. And sometimes you get into this mind reading game, especially like if you've been with someone for a long time, or maybe it's based off of your pattern from past relationships and experiences, and it's like a trauma or a trigger response sometimes, that you can think, this is how you're gonna respond. Or you can fall into the thinking air of all or nothing, like all people are like this, all women do this, all men do this, or you're just gonna respond this way, or this is who you are, versus actually being able to communicate what you're thinking and feeling and what you're needing and providing your partner, providing the other person, whatever type of relationship this is, the opportunity to meet that need, to give them the choice to love you, to connect with you, to be present with you. And sometimes that is done, like the avoidance of that, people not doing that, is done again out of that fear, that anxiety, and there's that protection, that defensiveness. And we can start to get into this game of self-deception where we justify our decisions and behaviors based off of how we think someone else may or may not respond and we start making decisions and choices for them. And we don't give them the opportunity to make a choice. And then when that happens and we're pulling back, we're making that decision or choice for them, they don't have a decision or choice to make. And that starts to lead to like resentment or to contempt or stonewalling, things that really harm a relationship. Not, those are what's harming the relationship, not the fact that I might have been feeling scared or afraid or that I wasn't good enough 
um, and that I was needing to feel validated from you or I was needing to be heard, right? I was needing some physical connection or I need, needed you to help take something off my plate. Being able to communicate those things can be really freeing and meaningful because it, again, it provides that opportunity for your partner to connect with you, to love you. So being able to say to your partner in a vulnerable moment, like, I need to be reassured. I need to hear from you that you love me. I need to know why. I, I need to be validated by you in that way. Or being able to say, I just need you to understand. I need you to use reflective listening and just help me feel heard and understood. Don't try and fix it. Don't try and solve and don't withdraw. Don't pull away. Just stay present with me and hear me out. Help me feel heard. Help me feel safe in this moment. Maybe it is, I need a hug. I need you to hold my hand. Maybe it is, I could use some help getting some things done around the house or paying this bill or doing yard work or watching the kids. Whatever it is, when you can communicate the needs, it provides the opportunity for connection for your partner or for that individual to meet that need. The other thing is it does is it provides the opportunity for rejection. And that's like the scary word that has this negative connotation because it's painful. Rejection hurts. And rejection in relationships is typically and can be a positive and healthy thing. And what I mean by that is it's protection against an unhealthy situation or a situation that you wouldn't want to be in. So an example, someone makes a bid because they want to be physically intimate. They want to have sex in that way and their partner says no. There's a rejection there. Now, if that wouldn't have been rejected and that partner, maybe they weren't feeling safe, emotionally safe or in the space to do that or they didn't want to and they chose to do that anyway, that could lead to a hollow experience, a mind-numbing experience and a disconnecting experience for them and thereby for your relationship as well, which is actually what you likely did not want to have, um, not the experience you're wanting. So it protects you against harm in those situations. The other thing is it does is it can protect you against unhealthy dynamics and situations in your life or in a relationship, simply meaning that it's not the right time or place for this, or I'm not in the space for this right now, um, or it's not the right time for this relationship. And those things are all okay. And then the other thing is it hurts, right? The pain of rejection, the pain of a need not getting met that you have, that is painful. And that pain is evidence that you are capable of feeling love, that you're capable of loving someone and feeling loved by them. Because if it didn't hurt, then you wouldn't care, it'd just be apathy. It'd be the absence of feeling or love or emotion. And if you're feeling that, that may be an indication there's a built up history of a lot of difficulties and problems that may need to look at. And where you feel that pain and you can lean into that and you can express that to your partner, that can create a space for intimacy, genuine, authentic, deep connection. So for example, I'm gonna make up a dialogue on the spot here. Partner one says, no, I'm not going to do this. And I'm gonna say this in a different way now, in a way that maybe the other partner may be able to hear a little bit better. So they say, 
thank you so much for letting me know that that's what you're wanting or needing right now. I don't feel like I'm in the space to be able to do that. And I want to be in that type of space for you and for our relationship. And so I'm going to need, and then they can express, I may need time. I need to feel understood. I need to feel safe. And being able to express that. That now provides the other partner an opportunity. It may hurt, right? I just asked for something, I was vulnerable, and I was rejected. Now that person has the choice to like, am I gonna try and fix this? I'm gonna try and solve this for the other person so that I can feel okay? Or the choice to withdraw. Am I gonna withdraw and shut down and avoid because I don't wanna get hurt again, so I'm gonna pull back. They also have the opportunity to choose to be seen, to let their partner know, like, thanks for letting me know that that you're not feeling this or you aren't ready for this, that really is hurtful for me. And I'm sad. I love you. I care about you. And I want to be close to you and, and connect with you. And I, I'm not going anywhere. And now there's this almost space of like shared emotion that when you can both sit in that experience and help the other person still feel seen and heard and understood and safe and connected and trust that that's there's a safe place to not be okay to have a messy relationship to let the rough edges be seen to have a scribbly relationship and when that space is there and you're able to do that again that creates the space for deep authentic connection and intimacy intimacy has so much more to do with all the things I just talked about than it does to do with sex. They're very much interconnected. And, and by that, I mean like in a romantic relationship. I know I've referenced many different types of relationships. In this sense, right, I'm talking with sex or romantic type relationship. And they can enhance each other. And when there's a deep, intimate, safe connection that that's there, it's going to be a completely different sexual experience that that couple has. And that sexual experience is then going to be able to enhance the intimacy. Now in relationships, things ebb and flow. Um, things aren't gonna be perfect. It's, you're gonna withdraw sometimes. You're gonna try and fix things sometimes. You are gonna hurt. You're not gonna respond perfectly. And each time it's an opportunity to work on yourself, to take responsibility for yourself and to move forward. Now, I've talked about a lot of things and it's really important to say Safety is the priority. If this is an abusive type relationship, physically abusive, emotionally abusive, sexually abusive, financially abusive, whatever it is, safety is the priority. And trying to do some of these work without establishing the safety there first can be harmful. And so if that's the spot that you're finding yourself in, I'd encourage you to reach out for help and support. Find a trusted person in your support network that you can go to and ask for help. You can go to a, a therapist, reach out and talk to a, a therapist and get their, their thoughts. Um, share your experience with them. You can go to a, call the crisis hotline, text the crisis hotline, which you can do now. Um, connect with a support network that can help you see and understand what's happening and get to a safe place. So then, whether it's in this relationship or a future relationship, you can have the opportunity for this type of connection that they are talking about. I know I've shared a lot of vulnerable things. Some of these things, it may have resonated with you. It may have also been 
unsettling or maybe triggering in some ways based off of past relationship experiences that you've had. If that's the case, I'd really encourage you to take some time after listening to this podcast to practice some mindfulness, to be present, to slow down, and just ground yourself back to the present moment. Connect with your senses. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you smelling? What, what, are you, what can you taste? Ground yourself back to the present moment and then decide how do I want to respond to this information? Is this information not useful and I just need to throw it in the trash? It's gone. Is this like, wow, I think there's some things I needed to hear and to work on. I, I want to reach out to support or I want to journal and think through my experience or I need to go running and go to the gym. Whatever is going to be helpful for you, take some time to do that. And if you have questions, send me an email at help at impactfulcounseling.com. Love to respond to a question, set up a time just to connect um, for a free consultation over the phone, to whatever's going to be helpful for you. Share resources. Um, you're not alone. You matter. Your story matters. Your thoughts matter. Your emotions matter. As always, this podcast is not counseling. This is not therapy. This is not advice or information specific to you and your circumstance or situation because I don't know your circumstance. This is simply information and information that I hope that you find impactful. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back on future episodes.